Hey y'all, hope you guys are having a good afternoon. It is 4.43 p.m. in Leo, Massachusetts, heartland of America. Um, I just wanted to do a uh, very uh, not too long of an episode. Um, I hope you guys had a good 420 if you're over in the East Coast. I hope you already had a good 420 if you're in Nova Scotia or you're in Prince Edward Island. Um, and I hope you guys on the West Coast have a very good um, 420 in three hours. And um, everywhere else I forgot, um, I hope you guys have a great 420. But um, right now, um, I'm going to go over an article. As I've, as I've talked about in the previous episode, um, cannabis support um, in, 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 the, in the Sunshine State is at over 65%. This is significant. And here's why it's significant. In in Florida, for your cons for the constitutional amendments and initiatives to pass, they have to pass by over 60%. So just squeaking by like Maine did at 50.2% ain't gonna fly. They had medical fail by like I think it passed, I mean it failed by it only got 58% of the vote. In any other state that would that it would have passed and they would have had medical for five years now, but because of their rules, you have to get over 65%. And latest Quinnipiac polls, which Quinnipiac, they're known for their accurate polling. They just said that 65% of people in Florida want adult use. So if it was a constitutional amendment, it would pass next year. But, um, but Governor DeSantis says that he is against adult use and that it's going to be bad for children even though we put in the show notes of of, of the previous episode yesterday that teen use and adult use states when you legalize it actually goes down because when you go to a dispensary you they have to they have to check your id and make sure you're 21 and above but your street pharmacist isn't going to do the same thing so by make making cannabis legal and by making it so it's sold in dispensaries you keep it out of the hands of teenagers and children. So right now I'm going to read an article from the Miami New Times. And it's um, written by Carlos Miller. Recreational marijuana will be in the 2020 ballot despite sleazy move by legislature, activists say. Activists hoping to get recreational pot on the 2020 ballot are undeterred by passage of Florida House Bill 5, the latest Republican attempt to subvert the people's will. Gov Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill into law June 7th in which the South Florida Sun Sentinel described as an arrogant abuse of political power. The measure took effect immediately. It complicates the citizen initiative process, which allowed Floridians to legalize medical marijuana and restore voting rights to felons in, 20, in 2016. The voting rights that they restored, that was 2018, but... I think they forgot to put like a, they forgot to put a few things in the sentence, but I digress. Republican legislators would likely have rejected both proposals, even though more than 60% of, of voters approved both. House Bill 5 took away your legal right as a citizen and rip and strip the ideolo ideology of democracy away from people of the state, says Mike Minardi, who heads Regulate Florida, one of 26 active petition drives affected by the new law. Regulate Florida is petitioning to make 
marijuana legally accessible to anybody age 21 and over and regulate it like alcohol. The group has gathered more than 70,000 signatures, almost enough for judicial review through the the Florida Supreme Court, a required step before reaching the the six hundred the seven thousand seven hundred thousand sixty six two hundred signatures required to place the initiative on the ballot. Minority an attorney says the bill does not affect any of the signatures that were already turned in. He also says that because the group has signed contracts with the petition gatherers, he expects to continue operating the ter- under the terms of the contract. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's a lawyer, so he knows he, he knows Florida law. He has a he he took the bar in Florida, so he probably knows this better than me. But I I don't know. I I, I still I I'm still a, a shade skeptical here because you know when when Florida passed medical, you know, in 2016, it passed by 71. percent It's a constitutional amendment, but even even though it was a constitutional amendment that was binding. And that shouldn't really have been meddled with too much. The legislature still went and meddled and 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 overturned the will of the people. So I mean, so I mean they'll find some sort of ten. I'm 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 sure the Florida courts and the Florida um, lawmakers will find some sort of loophole to say that oh m- minority you you have to do the new rules now. So those whatever thousand um, signatures you got, those, those those are null and void because you have to do it by the new rules, the new onerous rules right now. Colby Wise, a representative for Florida's Floridians for Freedom, which seeks to deregulate cannabis altogether, only restricting adults from selling cannabis to minors, does not believe the law will affect his organization either. It only uses volunteers to gather signatures. The measure, he points out, describes a petition circulator as an entity or individual who collects signatures for compensation for the purpose of qualifying a proposed constitutional amendment for ballot placement, end quote. Since we're not paying people for petitions, we're not compensating them, he says. We don't believe that the section applies to us. But Floridians for Freedom have far fewer signatures than regulate Florida and are not close to judicial review, which is based on two criteria. One is that it encompasses a single subject, and two, that the ballot summary is indicative and adequately explains what the amendment is about, Minority says. Other petition drives that are expected to go through judicial review include raising, raising the minimum wage to $10, opening primary elections to all parties, and banning the ownership of assault rifles, issues that would never be approved by the legislature, but would still need 60% voter approval. The language addressing the citizen petition drives were added to to an unrelated sales tax referendum bill on the last day of the 2019 legislative session after the proposal had died in committees. So it is really two bills in one, resulting in a convoluted law that is likely unconstitutional, according to Section 6 of the Florida Constitution, which states the following. Section 6, laws. Every law shall embrace but one subject and matter properly connected therewith 
and the subject shall be briefly express, expressed in the title. No law shall be revised or amendment, amended by reference to its title only. Laws to revise or amend shall set out in full the revised or amended act section or subsection or paragraph of subsection. The enacting clause of every law shall read, be it enacted by the legislature of the state of Florida. In addition to requiring municipalities to place local tax initiatives on ballots during general elections, HB 5 makes it a misdemeanor to pay signature gatherers by the number of signatures that they collect, which will drive up costs for gathering signatures. The bill also requires that petitions be turned in to county supervisors of elections within 30 days of being signed or be fined $50 per petition, which can also drive up costs. Those fines shoot up to 250 and 1,000, respectively, if petition organizers acted willfully when turning in petitions late or not turning them in at all. This means petition organizers are required to submit all petitions, including the ones they know will not qualify for reasons like missing dates and, or ineligible information, when they, will, when they would normally send only, one, only the valid petitions. That also increased mailing costs up to 25% of the ballots can be rejected with each new batch, one organizer said. DeSantis said he signed the bill into law to protect the state's constitution. What's being done now is you have a bunch of out-of-state people, a major cottage industry funded by special interests, DeSantis told the Tallahassee Report. I'm going to call shenanigans and BS on that, but whatever. But Wise points out, the bill does nothing to stop out-of-state interests from funding the politicians. They say the fear is that out-of-state interests, special interests, would interfere with our Constitution. Yet, they don't mind those same shady characters interfering by getting people on the ballot, he says. End of article. Um, I mean, I don't have too much more to add other than um, to continue supporting Regulate Florida. I am going to put their information on the show notes as usual. So, you know, keep fighting tyranny, keep fighting for adult use. Like I always say, you know, um, I'm, I mean, I live in Massachusetts, but I, I want to see, I want to see Florida thrive. I want to, I want to see the whole East coast thrive. And, you know, Florida is the biggest medical marijuana market on the East coast, followed by Pennsylvania, I believe. So, if you guys go adult use and you guys become lit in 2021 or so, all of us, all of us in the East Coast are going to come up. If you succeed, we all succeed. So it's imperative we have a strong Florida and that Florida legalizes for adult use purposes. So as always, everyone, stay Medicaid, my friends, and peace.